Blog Talk Radio. Back on side, y'all know the vibes already, man. P.S. Hip Hop Master, P.S.A. Boys. My brother Watson, the building was good, cousin. What's the deal, cousin? No time for fronting. Sensitive thugs. They only hugs. All right, let's go ahead, man. We are going back to revisiting albums, Watts. We are going to 1997. Jigga, man. Benny the Butcher had a song on Tanner Talk 3 called 97 Hove. And you and I have had multiple discussions on air, off air, about Benny when he did 97 Hove. Okay, what's your take on... First of all, remembering when Jay was on his second album after Reasonable Doubt, after Reasonable Doubt went triple wood, sir. So first of all, you know that meant that that meant nothing to guys like me and you, okay? As an artist, mean you loved, sold, that meant more to us because we could just say, okay, they're selling. That means they'll get more opportunities. But if we loved an artist, uh, we could work them anything. For example. The year Reasonable Doubt came out, there was an album that didn't sell well that we loved, and it was Smooth the Hustler. So ah, we still yeah. loved it. We yeah. still loved it. So, you know, but I will say this. We knew Jay-Z was here. We knew he was dead nice. We knew he already was linked with B-I-G-P-O-P-T-A. Right. We knew that already. Right. So, um. I'm going to speak personally for me, heavy anticipation for me for this album. I personally was looking forward to Volume 1. This was a big deal because we both knew Hove left Priority and went to Def Jam, so we wanted to see what that was going to look like. So this was a big deal for me personally on how Jay-Z was going to sound. Was this changing of the guard? in the borough of Brooklyn, in a sense, B.I.'s not here no more, right? He's been holding down the New York City period as a whole, let's be clear, but we're just doing borough talk right now. Was this the change of the guard because Big wasn't here and it, the baton was passed to hold? Not because no one passed it to him, he just took it in, because Nas wasn't really caring about that King of New York shit more than Jay-Z, in my opinion. Well, I didn't. I didn't see it that way. I didn't even know there was a baton to be passed. If you just, if you're living in the moment of 1997, which was the Bad Boy era, me and you were listening to Wu Tang forever. We were listening to the War Report. We listened to. We was listening to Big. And so we was So no. So the point is, we were living in the moment of '97, and of course, even though you wasn't a big fan of Mace, you do acknowledge he could have been an MVP that year. You acknowledge that. Um, So I didn't know if a torch baton was being passed, but when the album came out, Jay Z made a lot of statements and proclamations where it forever changed the way we thought about it. Then we said, wait a minute, somebody's making a statement on this album, and from that. Jay-Z inserted himself into the conversation, and he never left. And it was something that you said to me off air. You was like, yo, three, this might have been Jay's best floss talk. And I'm going to give you credit, my nigga. You're absolutely right on that. Well, you see, obviously, you and I talk about this. We've heard this album how many times, right? But once again, when I know we're doing a show together, and about to break down every nuances of a fucking song, from beats to lyrics on every bar, Hey, Gucci Gotti, me and Watson been doing it every fucking bar for five years, my nigga. But that's even handle there, man. Um, I just feel like when you say that to me and I digest the music again, bro, you're absolutely right. This is Jay's best. Yo, Jay was really flossing on niggas throughout these songs, man. We'll get into this, watch. But let's set it off, man. Um, a Million Questions produced by DJ Premier. Um, obviously, Watson got pain in the ass on the intro. R.I.P. Aaliyah. Me and you are from the Aaliyah era. We know about Miss Aaliyah. Shout out to Primo for sampling Aaliyah's voice. Her beautiful voice sounds so good over this Primo beat. Um, Hope said, is he ever going to fall off? No. A lot of speculation on the money I've made. Honeys, I've slayed. 
How is he for real? Is that nigga really paid? What's the position you hold? Can you really match a triple platinum artist buck for buck, but only a single going gold? Rockefeller, shit fold, and you left out in the cold. Is it back to charging motherfuckers 11 for a O? For a million times asking me questions like Wendy Williams harassing me. They get upset when I catch feelings. Can I get a minute to breathe and in that minute you leave? Talk to me before I keep going. What's up, man? What are we doing? For people who bought the bar exam one mixtape by Royce the Five Nine, hosted by DJ Premier, mm. one of the beats that Royce the Five Nine rapped over was this beat. True story. The flow that Royce the Five Nine used was the flow of the lyrics you just talked about. Jay Z telling the story. Can I get a minute to breathe? He's talking about Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams is a very, believe it or not, a very, you know, whatever you think Charlemagne the God was, Wendy <laughs> right. Williams right. was that in New York City. That's all I'm like, she was basically the soundtrack. She was basically the voice of New York mm-hmm. in that era. Mm-hmm. And you hear Hove acknowledging it, and you just hear Hove linking up with Primo, just showing his, um, a flow that DMX really likes about Jay-Z. Jay-Z has flows with us, something that DMX always refers to. And this is when uh, Hope does his, like, talk rhyming flow, his conversational type flow. And he sets this out more with that flow. What you doing in L.A. with Filipinos and essays, Latinos and Chevys, Don Pico with Federico? Then the beat switches, and I, lo- I, I got to be honest, Watts, I love the second beat. That, that primo lace man, when he goes, motherfuckers can't rhyme no more about crime no more, time no more. Because I was so wrong. My flow exposed holes that they find in yours. Wasn't for me when niggas would be dying for horse. But I hate when a nigga sit back admiring yours. Young blood, you better get it. Ah, I love this song, my nigga. Are we both in agreement this is a fire song to set up the album with, though? Yes, we are. Very, very fire song to set the album off. Um, So... Are we saying he got two beats from Primo on this? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. what do you think him doing that? Do you think he should have just made two full songs with it, or you like the way he, he did this? I like this song. I'm not going to lie to you, man. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. And, and don't listen to these rappers because they die in the floors. Burn a turnpike while Miles on the V. I got Miles to feed to make the flowers on me. They kiss my cold cheek. Chicks crying like I was cold cheese. Two-stone reading, he was holding no league. Started from the crack game, and then so sweet. Freaked it to the rap game. Ticket the OG on MTV. Tell him how I sold D. And used to bag work out of apartment four B. And my homie started out Cody's. Picked a mailbox lock because I had no key. Had a cable anchor with jazz name Sophie. Ah! The acknowledgement, the acknowledgement of that was autobiographical. Mm. Right? It was right. autobiographical. So Hove gave you some of everything on this song. I mean, everything you like about Benny, when Benny's giving, telling his yep. story yep. about Montana Ave, Langfield Projects, what he was doing, you hear it. 97 Hove. That's going to be the theme. This is 97 Hove. This is the Hove that Benny was listening to as a young yes. teen and was like, wow. Word. Um, next track, Watts. The City is Mine, produced by Teddy Riley. Um, Hope was basically talking to Big, in my opinion, man. You know what I mean? Uh, what's the deal, Playboy? Just rest your soul. I'll be holding it down. You should love the dough. Um, whole second verse is my favorite verse on this song. Y'all want to know how I flow? Just seek and you'll find. I'm like a brain the voice box. I speak my mind. I'm about to redefine rap. Ah, I love this song, man. A very slept on song, in my opinion. Three verses from Jay. Jay just talking floss. I'm better than niggas. Big not here no more. So the city's mine, basically, man. Talk to me, watch. Um, this song has very sentimental value to me because, remember, Big had died in 97, and everybody wanted to hear how was Jay's reaction. You had um, Missing You with Diddy. You had We'll Always Love Big Papa by the Locks. But you know everybody wanted to know what what Jay had to say. So you get the legendary producer from Harlem, Teddy Riley, who just produced a 
super banger for Foxy Brown with Black Street. So at the time, Bo was like, yo, I might as well get a Teddy Riley in Black Street too. So that was actually a big deal that whole exactly Black that's exactly how it probably went to. Right, right. So that was a big deal that Hove got him. But I'm going to just tell you this, man. Hove's confidence in braggadocious in rhymes in 97 meant a lot to me as how I looked at him as a lyricist. When I say dissected and lived by Hove's every word, all the dudes I know who listen to hip-hop, we basically talked the way we talked to each other were just verses off this album. It's how we communicate with each other. I mean, that sounds crazy, right? But that's literally how we were coming every day. Right. We would just quote stuff from here. And every day would be a different song. Boss game. You lame dudes can't feel that. Like the first dude, the cop of 1589 and drove it up to 55th. The city is mine. Now, that don't sound like nothing to y'all. But to us, we just give each other doubt over here and hold, say shit like that. And we're like, what are we talking about? You know what he's talking about? And niggas would just start reminiscing, talking about that ever. So this is just another dope song from Hove. It was his commercial attempt. Shot a video for it, but I liked it. Nerd. And remember, he said, I'm the focal point, like Biggie in his prime. Five, but he said this, on the low dough, the city is mine. So he <laughs> so, Hove is putting it out there now. Now it's out there. You mm-hmm. held it down long enough. Let me take those rings. Yep. And just like your spirit, the commission remains. So he's letting y'all know that Big and Hove was supposed to do the commission. So Hove is telling more stories in there. He's giving you background on this. Another, another for me, a, 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 a sentimental banger to me. Uh, next song, watch. I know a girl's like featuring Diddy and Little Kim. Um, Jay's verse talking to a shorty about, you know, changing her life, letting shorty push to six. I got to be honest, I never liked the hook on this song. I thought Little Kim's verse was solid. Um, was Hope one of the few rappers who had Foxy Brown and Little Kim on the same project? Back in the day, that was hard to do, especially with the riff between Kim and Fox. It's like you had a two sides almost, man. I'm glad Jay dropped another verse. Um, Benz and Rovers talk. I, I, I rock when I, I know what girls like. That, that was my favorite songs, but, you know, it is what it is. Okay, so in terms of floss talk, Jay-Z has one of the greatest floss lines in hip-hop history. And the reason why it's one of the greatest is because he did it in such an understated way, like it's nothing. If I say you're three, I'll be right back. I'm going to get a quarter water. Right? You, you're thinking nothing of it, right? You know I'm going to the store to get that 25 cents. I'm like, yo, I'll be right back. I'm going to get a pack of Nihilators. Right? I'm just, you see how matter-of-factly I'm saying it? Jay said this line, and I'm telling you right now, it meant nothing to none of y'all, but to me and my dudes, we thought this was the most flossed-out, braggadocious rhyme ever. Top Rembrandt, hang them, pay the lot. Can't complain, we balling. Sure not. It was the way he said that. You know, it was just, like, you, you can't just matter-of-factly say, hold on, hold on. Let me ask you a question. You know in Battle Rap Watch, when they say niggas be selling the bars, is Jay good at that on beats where he sells the bars so good with the flow? Absolutely. The sarcasm? No, no, no. The sarcasm, wait a minute. The sarcasm, the dry humor. The dry humor. The humor. The dry humor. And the understated way he said it, like, he's not talking about a big boy or 4.6, right. but he's talking about the most expensive paintings in the world where the only way you could get them is if you go to big, uh, so, 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 dude, it's just, it was, that, that bar don't mean nothing, it, it doesn't sound like it's some local miracle bar or whatever, but in terms of floss rap, Cop Rembrandt's hang them, paid a lot. What do you mean you paid a lot? Let me Google how much a Rembrandt goes. Oh, over $100 million? And you just cop them hang on your wall? That's it? Yo, so not one of my favorite songs like you said, but Hove did show that in 1996, Hove was on Little Kim album. In 1996, yep. Hove was on Foxy Brown album. Right. In 1997, Hove had both of them on this album. That's some historical That's stuff. Old. Because like you said, who else could say that? Yeah, yeah. Wasn't say that Foxy Kim 
on the same fucking album. That's you know what I mean. Well, Diddy could say because they both was on no way out. Right, 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 right. Facts, facts, facts. Um, next song, my nigga. Whew, imaginary players. Let me say this, man. This beat is so smooth and wavy. Hov is letting the, the beat breathe by just talking his fussy intro talk. Hov is talking heavy money talking. This. I never change money because niggas got strange money. Marked up, marked up, fucked up with the gang money. I got bail money, double XL money. That down South Master P, bout it, bout it shit. You got show dough, little to no dough. Sell a bunch of records and you still owe dough. I got 996 plus four more dough. You crazy. You fugazi. I'm loco with dough, Papo. Talk to me, watch. This song is incredible, my nigga. Incredible. Verse three, droopers, I leave them all fucked, niggas, all struck. Your single was 99 cent, mine was was four bucks. Last year, when niggas thought it was all up, but this year, I'm doing it again. Jigga, what the the fuck? fuck? Now, let me let y'all know something about 97 Hove. Let me let y'all something know about 97 Hove. He didn't refer to himself as Hove. He was not jigger. So jigger man, jigger man. He did not refer to himself as Hove. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. His whole persona Uh, did not exist in 97. It was jigger. And you hear it. And that's what we thought. We called him jigger. That's what we called him. Yo, yo, we called him jigger. We were referring to Jay-Z in 97 and 98 Mm -hmm. as jigger. You know what I'm saying? And this is another... Three votes on three. Three votes, nigga. Yes, facts, facts, facts. I'm going to say this, Watts. I thought his second verse was body bag talk to fake thoughts and ass niggas. When a nigga said, when I see him in the streets, I don't see none of that. Yeah, pretty boy. Where the fuck is the Hummer at? Where's all the ice and all the platinum under that? Those ain't Rolex diamonds. What the fuck you done to that? Y'all rapping ass niggas, y'all funny to me. Selling records being you, but still want to be me. That's that dry sense of human shit we were just talking about, Watts. You're right. dirty talking to niggas, man. And remind you, this is Hove when he talked the floss talk effortlessly. Ain't no platinum in the Cartier's. Switch your frame. Ain't no manicures on your board. Switch your frame. You know how you felt about that? What's that song we just spoke about? You said that line, 
you and your niggas used to go crazy over on, um, was it the city is mine? You just spoke about it a second ago. One of your favorite uh, lines that Jay said. Okay, so it's it's almost every song is a favorite line. Every day we that's we pack that and 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 we just and we just literally talk to each other every day about it. So, but I get your point. Go ahead. Yo, the nigga said broke niggas don't want no cash. They just want to kill you for the name. Niggas don't know the rules. Disrespecting the game wants you to blow your cool. Three verses again. Watch. Three verses, hustling verse in this third. I think Jay, third verse on Streets is watching, and I think this is where Benny has a song called '97 Oh. I yo, I ain't gonna lie to you. Listen to this nigga's verse. Benny came straight to my brain on on his last verse, man. But talk to me, man. Streets is watching, my nigga. He's classic, man. I think this is one of BMX's favorite Jay Z songs. This is the song where Jay-Z's given hustler tales, street tales, and he's using his conversational flow. Uh, this song clearly meant a lot to Jay because he came out with an entire video the streets is watching named after this song. So this is a this – to Jay-Z people, this is one of the milestone songs of Jay-Z's discography. Word. Uh, next song, Friend of Foe 98, produced by DJ Premier. This is just greatness personified to me. The storytelling, this five mics talk. I mean, there's a video for this also on the streets of watching sound, um, movie thing that Watson was talking about. I done token, ran up in the spot, gun smoking, shot it in the air, one woken, sun soaking, sweating his bed like done loking, thinking to himself what done provoked him. Yeah, you on the shit, yo, Jay, yo, if you caught me on the foul, though, you sing me the same song. Yo, this nigga's running up a niggas and telling these running their shit, man. Rudely interrupted, Jamaican accent. Why you know y'all fuck with a gun in your face and that's all you come up with? I'm done talking. Backed up and clapped and one of the abdom. The two ice cubes, I passed them. Love friend of four, my nigga. Talk to me, man. Yo. Yo. Talk to that yo. Man. yo, you good? Uh, uh, another song with Jay Z's using his conversational talk flow, uh, where he just exposed, once again, like you said, you saw how you went into the Jamaican accent, how yeah. Hove brought that in there, Hove's humor, storytelling, and lyricism all on display, confidently, I might add. And then. Once again, paying homage to Big on this song. Now, is it D writing Big or showing love? Because even some these Twitter niggas, they say so. So, so, as far as me and you are concerned, this is showing love. Mind you, Big died in '97, so all Big talk, all Big talk, but but all Big talk was completely justifiable and understandable. So any reference to Big on this album was completely understood. Um, next song, Lucky Me, produced by Buck Wild. Oh, wait for it, Watts. Introspective Sean Corey Carter. I think this is one of the most slept-on Jay-Z songs on this, on this project. Every day I'm living with stress. Got up out the street, you think a nigga could rest. Um, put my mercy on the court and my faith in God and pray hard that none of my nephews want to be stars. Hate the price of fame because it costs too much. Can I live without you niggas saying I floss too much? Talk to me, watch, man. Lucky me, man. I hate all the girls with ulterior motives. That's all. I'm 20 years old. No sons, no this. He put my life in the hands. Introspective. This is movie music. Movie music. This is no question about it. Um. This is one of Jay-Z's most loved songs, but to me it's one of his greatest songs of all time. It's one of those songs where if you listen to it, you're listening to Jay-Z, hang back, just back to rap, just opening uh, himself up. Like, like, like writing an open letter to his life, and he does that on here. 
Uh, there's another song where he does that even deeper. But this song is clearly one of my favorite songs on the album. This song right here is one of my favorite songs on the album. Okay. Uh, next track, Always Be My Sunshine, featuring Foxy Brown and Babyface. Love this sample on this beat and on the front. I never had a problem with this song. Always had a problem with the video, but that's a whole different story. Um, booty banging, pro- booty banging properly in Versace pants, cocky bow-legged stands, a thing of beauty. Watch me, body crazy, tits firm like H and Nas, Fox and AZ. Uh, Fox Brown verse. I like Foxy's verse. I like the Hov and Foxy back and forth on this song also, man. This is one of Hov's um, first singles off this project. Watch, man. Talk to me, man. Well, I actually love this song um, because it's paying homage to a classic 80s pop song, Rocking It, Rocking It. I mean, that was a song, Rocking It, Rocking It. That was a big song in 80s hip-hop that sampled it. You know that Foxy, uh, Foxy and Jay-Z had a nice Bonnie and Clyde thing going on where they would go back and forth with each other. Um, now, what's crazy about this is Hove was so braggadocious that basically every time Hove act during this time, he said something where you just where he's just letting you know I'm different. Who be in a Japanese restaurant eating sushi, drinking sake? Mm. It's me mm. and my mommy with the doobie. Yo, that's another love. Me and my boys, we should, we should say that like every day, three. Every day, we should always see each other. Who be in a Japanese with the mommy with the doobie? And, and we would get hyped. No, but Talking see, I was, about saying, oh, I was saying tits firm and nature fox not the easy. I always say that line. Tits firm like not nature fox not the easy, nigga. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. One of my one of my coworkers, he passed away. He was a fanatical Jay Z fan. This album, me and him just talk about this album every day, every day. It was me. It was my man Mitch, and it was my man Mel. And that's it. I mean, it, we just talked about this album every day and the different songs, and. Um, now, let me get to the uh, video. I know you didn't like the video. I actually love the video. The video was part of the era in hip-hop. Like, if you go back to the era, all videos during that era were colorful and bright. That's just how videos were shot in 97 and 98. Oh, I hated your outfit, Oh, I hated your outfit. Just like, wait a minute, 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 wait a minute. Just like you hated Kane's outfit and don't curse. The purple stuff. You hated that outfit, right? Um, so I liked it. 
So all, all I can say is that I like this song, and I thought Hope got busy. All right. Um, next song, Face Off, featuring Source Money. Uh, back-to-back with Source Money was on Reasonable Doubt, and he's on Party One. This song was produced by Tone and Pope with Trap Masters. Um, the back and forth with Hove and Source Money, I rock with. Obviously, when you're doing songs like this, that just tells me you are next to each other with the pen and pad and going back and forth, trying to make a vote song like Voltron, man, when you form together. Talking Watch Face Off featuring Source Money. What did you think when you heard Jay just say, Granddaddy, I'm you? What did you think when you heard that? I love that. That's Hove's a hip-hop nigga, though. Are you surprised? You like you, you like you like hearing that the whole was listening to hip hop and other artists. Was that great to hear? Was that great to hear? Another question for you. So back and forth with them. Did we miss? Did hip hop miss out on more Jay Z source back and forth where people in hip hop would look at source money differently because source money would go bar for bar with Jay Z all the time. I thought, I all the time. I think source money and Beanie Siegel. Both went, they went bar for bar with Hov. How about that? Source and but Beanie Siegel has more songs where you can really justify where Source, his, the songs are on mixtapes, you know, like Monty nice, the Hollywood. You know what I'm saying? Dumb nice. Source dumb nice. Dumb like, nice. Like, super dumb nice. Dumb and, nice. And he could go bar for bar with Hov. Like, he fact. could rap with Hov. That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. Hov was not watching. Hope was not watching um, Source Money on Versus. He wasn't. Did he watch him on pregame, right? He did not no. watch him on no. pregame. No, no. Like no. so I'm saying, Source Money is someone who could rap ball for ball with Hove. Like there were people who could rap with him. Source Money was one of them. Yeah, um, um, the back and forth. They just give you Tekken Steels, Jaden Styles Field, the way they were going back and forth. Uh... But they wasn't going verse for verse. They were going back and forth. I don't That's what I'm saying. Yeah, all right, all right, all right let's, let's, let's do this then. Because you're doing the Jada thing back and forth, am I giving you props for doing it or props to give me that feel? Big difference. I give you props for doing it, but I don't know if it gave me the tech and steel vibe on Smith & Wesson's The Shining album. I don't know if it gave me We're Gonna Make It in Miss Chat. You know, I don't know if it gave me that. No, I can't say it did, I'll be honest. It didn't give me that. But, but, I like do you agree that they, but do you agree that they were going back and forth like that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes, yes. All right. All right. I, you know what it is to watch? I'm not a fan of this beat by Trackmaster. I'm going to keep it tall. I wasn't a fan of this okay. beat. Okay. Um, next song, my nigga, Real Niggas featuring Too Short. Um, storytelling by Hove, telling a story what happens in New York City. Short Dog giving his version of Oakland, California, the Bay Area. RIP to Shock G once again. Um, and Jigga came back with a second verse. Whole second verse is kind of showing love to the Bay Area, in my opinion. I want Biggie to rest in peace as well as Pop. Fresh off the New York Cali beef. Uh, talk to me, watch Real Niggas featuring Short Dog. Um, there, there, once again, this was uh, Jay-Z showing homage to Big. And, it was, and you thought nothing of it because the hook... Real niggas do real things. That's from Big. Big had a freestyle in '95. He came out with where he did where he was rapping Classic. over the the Dr. Dre beat. Classic. And, he, and, and, the, and his hook and Why his hook it? is the hook. Come on, his hook is Yo. the hook Jay Z used. Do you agree with that? I agree. Before you go in, right? Let me ask you a question. A big. I'm telling you right now, man. A Biggie and Dr. Dre album would have been fucking bananas, nigga. You hear what I'm telling you, my nigga? Because you, you brought that up to me. Biggie was smoking them niggas' beats. Yo, Dre, he was smoking them shit. Yo, Snoop, Biggie was killing them shit. Killing them fucking West Coast beats. You wouldn't let Dre, Biggie would have smoked them shit. Biggie over Dre beats? Man, Big Dots are fucking cool. Yeah, man, my bad, bro. No, so, no, no. So, yeah, so you're right. Once again, uh, the Big, uh, Jay-Z was paying homage to Big on the hook. He talked about it. He he shouted out uh, Pac. And um and then he worked with he worked with a Bay Area legend. You guys know him. You saw him on versus versus E forty. Um yep. too short. So West Coast this Legend. Was a, this was this was uh, I he his history goes back to nineteen eighty three. Just to put it in perspective. Is he Rushmore? Too short, too short. Is he Mount Rushmore West Coast rapper in West Coast. Is he, yeah. is he yeah. Rushmore? Yes, yes he is. Yeah. No, 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 um, 1,000%. You literally cannot talk West Coast hip-hop and say, I was listening to A.B. 
before Too Short, when Too Short was before everybody. But literally, he's documented as proof before everybody. Yep. Listen, my nigga, when we did our top 80s list, I, I, I had Too Short on there. Because like you said, nigga, when you start from 80s, you to be. When you start in 83, I got to salute you. When you start in 83, nigga, you have to reinvent yourself mad times. You went from the 80s to the 90s to the 2000s era. Like, so short. Yo, don't, yo, fam. Salute too short, man. I just got to say that. I had a salute too short, man. Real talk. You know what I mean? Um, next song, watch Rap Game, Crack Game, produced by Jazz O. Sample of Nas's voice. Yes, y'all. He sampled Nas' voice again. Beat your heart out. Showing the comparison of the rap game and crack game, basically, in a nutshell. I think it's one of the most uh, slept on joints because it was mad um, short also. But I love this song and how the beat goes into the next song. But that's a different story. Also sampled Outkast on this song. Yes. Mm-hmm. So Hove, 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 Hove knew what time it was when Big Boy said the South got something to say. Jay-Z knew the South had something to say because the song was produced and their voice was sampled too. One verse of Jay-Z just breaking it down. Mm. And then we go into the classic where our song produced by D-Dot, not B-Dot, D-Dot, the lady, let's be clear, a.k.a. the Mad Rapper. Um, greatness personified, talking straight Brooklyn talk on here, man. To say there's too many quotables on this song is a fucking understatement. I'm from where the hammers rung. News cameras never come. You and your mans get hung on every verse in your rhymes. I'm from the other side where other guys don't walk too much. And girls from the projects would fuck us. Say we talk too much. So they ran up and talking and saw them dudes to trust. I don't know the fuck they thought. Them niggas was filed just like us. Beef is inevitable. Inevitable. Summertime's unforgettable. Boosters in abundance by half price sweater new. Your word was everything, so everything you said you do can't talk about it. You ain't live it. I'm for when niggas pull your card and argue all day about who's the best MC, Biggie, Jay-Z, and Daz. Talk to me, watch, man. Where I'm from, man. One of Jay-Z's most iconic, first of all, I think this is a top three Jay-Z song of all time. Not a top five, a top three. Uh, it's it is the definition of Brooklyn to me. This is one of the this is a Hall of Fame Smithsonian Brooklyn song. Okay, okay. Can I, can, I, can, I, wait, hold on. can I put Bucktown? Can I put Smith and Wesson Bucktown in there also? Can I put that in there? If you wanted to, but it might not. It's not going to make the top three. It's not going to make the top three. Top five. Though. Where I'm from is where I'm from. It might not make the top five. We're, we're, one five, day five, we'll talk no, about no, the. No. Okay, okay, okay. We'll get, we'll one about. day we'll talk about the greatest Brooklyn songs, and then Let's we'll see what kind makes the top. But where I'm from makes it there. Um, this is just one of uh, this is just one of Jay Z's great songs. First of all, me and you are heavy on three verses, right? We believe in three yes. verse yes. rapping. Yes. This is a three. This is a three verse rapping song. I mean. Hove painting the picture. I mean, Hove, paint, Hove painted a Brooklyn picture that that is that takes you there. Um, I'm from the place where the church is the flakiest, and niggas is praying to God so long that they atheists. Where you can't put your vest away and say you'll wear it tomorrow, but the day after we'll be saying, "Damn, damn, I, I was just with him yesterday." That is nice. That's that's yo, that my nigga. Writing, man. Oh, listen to you. That's lyrical, lyrical writing. I know y'all like it. That's lyrical, 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 lyrical writing. Who was like, wait, what does it mean? What does it? Who's got a lot of what does it mean lyrics all the time? When you got to go, what are you talking about? talking about? He got a lot of those, a lot of rewind bars. You know what I'm saying? First of all, everybody who raps from New York City at some point freestyles over this beat. Yes, fact. This, like, this is like who shot you. How everybody raps. How everybody's that's where you going? I'm going with Uncle Burgess Burgess. I'm going to sack your Joe Burgess, kill this shit, too. Uh, sack your Joe Burgess. All right, son. Yo, squad, uh, let me just. Uh, R.I.P. Stack Bundle. Stack Bundle, Joe Budden version of. What, what about me? Version of it. What about me? 
about beans. Beans over this. Beans kills beans this shit. Beans, beans, beans kills this shit, my nigga. You hear me? Kills this. Kills this. My nigga, that nigga said, and government, fuck government, niggas politic themselves. And when I rap, you think I give a fuck or criticize? One day I, the nigga said, one day I pray to you, I pray to you and say to you, if I ever blow and let them know the stakes and exactly what takes place in the ghetto, that lie is crazy, nigga. We know whether you're four feet or a new size, it always starts out with three dice and shoot the five. Niggas start they do some lies and I hit them with trips. Then I reached out for their money, paw. Forget about that. <laughs> they go to that job since he went from home, man. Love this song, man. This trip's so near. Song right here, man. Um, and last year, watch. You must love me. Storytelling, hove, selling his people crack. Second verse about his big brother shooting his brother and everything, man. This is storytelling. Great introspective storytelling by hove. Street song too, also. Talk to me, watch. Once again, this is a three-verse Jay Z song of pure introspection. Um. I'm going to salute Kelly Price on the hook because this is before Kelly Price blew and she just bodied this hook. This is Kelly, Jay, Kelly Price, Kelly Price before the, before the diet in my bank's words. I mean, this is almost 10 years before the diet. Like when she came okay. out, she was still big, but um, this, is, this is again, and I dare anybody to challenge me. This is mood music before mood music ever came out. This is it. Is it not? Yeah, I agree. Is it not? Is it? No, no. Say, if you don't agree, don't agree. No, 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 is no, it? I, I agree. It is. It is. It is real music. So, it is. So, so, but, but luckily, but, me. But, but hold on. Is that fair to do when at the time we wasn't calling it that though? We didn't no, know but the thing is, you know I mean? but me and you could say that now. because we know how much Moon Music impacted us when we heard Moon right. Music 2 or Moon Music 3. Right. And we know what, 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 what um, Joe Bone was rapping about. So, we, so, we, so but hold on. But, all right. But hold on. But I'm saying that then. We're crediting Joe. We're giving money. Think about that for a second. We're giving Joe Budden mad praise in the sense of if we hear a song like that, and this is 97, and Joe was nowhere to be found in 97. We, we didn't know who the fuck Joe Budden was in 97 at all. He's in <laughs> Jersey City fucking doing pills or some shit, right? I, we don't know what the hell. Like, so are we crediting Joe Budden for every time an introspective song, like, Go to no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that uh, Jay Z is Joe Budden's favorite rapper. Uh, I mean, Jay Jay Z is Joe Budden's favorite rapper. Joe Budden claims all the time Joe Budden is the greatest. Joe Budden on his podcast said, "I will never criticize Jay Z." He said that. He said, yeah, I don't, Joe. I don't um, know why. Why? Why do you? Um, why? With, with, you killed all, all of them. Who was he three? You took mad when, shots at J Music Three, nigga. When the Source magazine, when the Source magazine was writing, when the Source magazine had rappers write about their favorite albums, uh, Joe Budden wrote about the Blueprint and said the Blueprint was prime hove. And it was, by the way, Joe Budden, I disagree with you. Blueprint. It's not Ho's best rapping. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Nah, it could be your favorite album. It could be your favorite album of Hov. When you wrote about him in the source, you said it was Ho's best rapping. Nah. And I'm saying no, 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 no. Some of Ho's best rapping is on this album we just talked about. It's the reason why Danny the Butcher made a song called 97 Hove, not 2001 Hove. Yeah, 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 yeah. This whole is so this, is, this is this is a great hip hop album. Um, it has some of Jay Z's best storytelling, some of Jay Z's best rapping, some of the best uh, one of a uh, top three Jay Z song to me and where I'm from. People might put, pick more songs out of it, but this is a a a slept on album. Very much so. Because Jay Z, what did we say? Okay, here's the thing. If someone said who was the MVP in '97, Mace, Master P, or Jay Z, would Jay Z come in first, second, or third place in '97? Third, third. For me, coming third for me, place. For me, for me personally, it'd be number one. But in a big course, fuck, but, fuck, but my, the reality, fuck my feelings in a reality world in hip hop, it would all be third. So in the reality of hip hop, Master P, 
that Master P and Mace were bigger artists than him. I, I, he acknowledges I, I, Master it. P. Mace Master he, P. He, and, and Hope acknowledges it. When Hope says that downtown Master P's bowdy, bowdy shit, like he, I mean. He knows that. He knows so he knew about it. So he knew the vibe. Hope that became the, the superstar, superstar Hope, that didn't happen until the following year with the Andy right. sample. And that changed right. everything. But this album to me, and that's what makes this album slept on, because it wasn't that album in '97. Right, we say slept on, but I'm going here right now. The remedy was it wasn't bigger than Life After Death. It wasn't better than Wu Tang Forever. Can argue the War Report gave us the same feel in terms of hip hop, in terms of just a hip hop. I'm be honest with you, I got this album as a five like album, man. What album did I? Not a five mic album. What was what we reviewed it already? It's five mics. Yeah, five, right. five mics. Five. So five mics. So like what? So not, we not saying nothing. He gives yeah, us five mics. I got five mics, man. I don't think there's there's, there's the lyricism, Jay's floss talk, the sarcasm. Like it's just it's just dope, and, and man. That, it's just, to me, it's and that's smart. why and that's why this album is slept on because this is a five mic album. That even Jay Z doesn't talk about, and when you and when you guys on the internet start talking about American Gangster, y'all lose me. Y'all lose me. I like American Gangster. Don't do that. Don't do that. I like American Gangster. Don't do that. I like American Gangster. Like we just leave alone, man. <laughs> oh man. So how much you giving it, Watts? You ain't seen color people. Four and a half. Okay. I'm mad at that. Four and a half, five, and not off, man. I got it at five, man. This shit is like, this is, this is, this is Jay's prime right here, Joe Budden. This is Jay-Z's prime. Like, yo, 97 Hove is not to be fucked around with. Even though 98 Hove, but that's a different story, man. Um, Watch, take us home, my G. PSA Hip Hop, the home of the greatest triple-double player, me and three, oh, Letterman have seen him Russell Westbrook who had a 37-point triple-double last night, and they won the game. But we'll three talk acknowledge it that he had a 37-point triple-double. Uh, Steph Curry scores 33 points. Sports Center's running the headlines. What's what the that 37-point triple-double with, with a triple-double? Why does man Bradley Bill score 33 in, in one of the greatest scoring races in NBA history happening right now? Which was NBA history? Oh, Lord. NBA history? NBA history? Come on, Bam. 12 games left. 12 games. And Bradley Bill is fighting. 12 games left, and Bradley Bill and Steph Curry are fighting for the NBA scoring title. They literally know they have to score 30-plus every single game, and they got to work out with 40 or 50-point picks. the greatest scoring title, like, right. yes. scoring yes. title ever. Yes, yes. That's a wild people, statement. Look at what, they're like, they're literally not, averaging oh, the same amount of points. in the 80s. Sam. We've been watching basketball in the yeah, 80s. You know what? I'm watching basketball in the 80s, and Michael Jordan ran away with the scoring title every year. There was no scoring race. So what are you talking about? I was watching it. Nobody was close to Michael Jordan. He ran away with it every I, single year. So where's the race? I'll give you the 80s. At first, it was mid-80s. Let's not act like it was 81, 83. It was like fucking 86. Not even 86. It was 87 because he was out 86, was he not? He was drafted 84. Was 85 he didn't play when you and came out? Was he trying to that yet? So what I'm saying is that this scoring race, mm-hmm. every bucket, they, this is the greatest scoring race. Me and three have seen since wow. Kevin Durant versus Carmelo and Anthony. Carmelo when Carmelo Anthony, Anthony, when Carmelo Anthony <laughs> cried, when Carmelo Anthony cried that he wanted it, and, and, and uh, Kevin Durant said, yo, I already got four of these. I don't, this is no big deal. He did not play the last why, two games of the season. And that's what we want to throw up. When Melo was focusing on fucking being a scoring champ, that's his focus. I know. Are you kidding me? I'm so glad you left New York, my nigga. God, man. My Knicks are eight in a row. Uh, let me say it again. Knicks eight in a row. Talk about it. Can you talk about that? The Knicks, I won eight in a row. You, you live in yeah, New York City. The, the Knicks, the Knicks, in the Knicks. I, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. The papers is theirs right now. The papers, the Post and the Daily News, the Post and Daily News are 
eight in a row. Eight, like they are, they are back page nets in the corner. Oh, nets yeah, win. Problem with that. It is, yo, wait, wait, it is, no, 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 there's no issue with it because this is an eight game winning streak and it's shocking. Like who, who knew they were, they're, they're in, they're in fourth place or fifth place on, in the, in the East right now. Um, who's in first place three? The nets. Are you saying that with your chest out or you, or you, or you don't know? Ain't no chest out, nothing. It's the Nets. The Nets, number uh, one team in the East is the Brooklyn Nets. They haven't played with a full roster all year. Kyrie Irving won a game last night against Boston without Harden and KD. Thoughts, three thoughts on Kyrie winning that game. Thoughts. Um, you want to tell the people that I'm a Kyrie guy forever. That's one of my favorite basketball plays before he came to Brooklyn. You seem to like him more now. That he came to BK. You didn't give a shit about Kyrie in Cleveland. You, you damn sure did not give a, a care about Kyrie when he was in Boston. You, you, you didn't talk about all this jubilation. The way you talk about Kyrie now, you wasn't like this three years ago, King, at all, nigga. You used to shit on Kyrie when, you get, when we did shows, oh, three, four assists. You go with that? Five assists. You want your point guard giving you four. You would kill me for talking Kyrie. Now, all of a sudden, it's okay. Man, you just, right, whatever, man. He played, well, let me ask you a question. Is he playing better in Brooklyn than he played in Boston? In your opinion? Yeah. I, I, yes, I would say that, yes. Yes. Okay. There so, so you have it. Yes, say hip-hop. The whole Russell Westbrook. That Kevin Durant doesn't care about that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. KD doesn't care about that guy. Are you good with that? Are you cool with KD not caring about Russell like that? Like, literally, shame. Like, do you feel he was shaming him or trying to play um, Russell? No, no. He, he he cleaned it up. He said, oh, I played myself. Thank you guys for reminding me. It's definitely Westbrook. So he cleaned it up. He needed Gillian Wallow to remind him about Russell Westbrook when he picked Serge Ibaka. So, Kevin Durant, let me get this right. When you decided to pick your fifth player and a pissing hit your fucking brain, nigga, the first person that came to your brain was Serge Ibaka? My nigga, you haven't even played with Kyrie and James Harden like that. Like, you playing yourself. Come on, my nigga. Playing yourself. You forgot about Russ. Come on, my nigga. That's, that was corny. That's some bitch. I was bitch some bitch ass by KD, KD, man. All I'm saying, my Knicks are here, man. I like what we're doing. Thibodeau should be coach of the year. If you want to get Randall, he's a he's Do you have a, any um, concerns? Come on. Do you have any concerns about where the Lakers are right now? Because they're in fifth place, and that means they're going to have to play a serious playoff run. Because it well, looks like the LeBron plays back the last two weeks of the NBA season, I'll be good. But but so you don't have a problem that they're going to be fifth seed because fans are back in the stadium now. Home court is going to mean something now. Like fans are in the stadiums now, brother. My boys went to Nick games and they showing me the Charlotte game. Nick's in the building at games now. I'm telling you that Steph Curry just last night welcomed the fans back. So the NBA is making it very clear there will be fans at these playoff games. B. So the, the home court is going to be home court. So you have no concerns about Lakers being fifth. Who they play? Phoenix? No, not Phoenix. Not Phoenix. Uh, Yo, Phoenix is the second seed. Yo, who told you about Phoenix? Who's, who's my sleeper team in the West? Was it not Phoenix? Yes. What is the, yeah, okay. Another one. No, but I'm just saying, do you don't think that the Lakers have a serious path? Now that they're going to have to. Now they don't. No. Home court advantage in any series. My nigga, you keep putting emphasis on home court advantage when they got LeBron, AG, and RJ Drummond. That's what you come so, with? So, no, no. So, you're saying it well, does sorry. not matter that they're the fifth seed. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter, Watts, but I don't think I'm not putting big – it's not a big thing. I'm not putting mad the onus on that. Like, oh, my God. You believe in Utah Jazz. You believe in Utah Jazz. Yes, I do. You know what I, I do? In fact, I do. I'm not sleeping on the Utah, no. No. But isn't Donovan Mitchell's third? He's going to be back. Okay. PSA Pop, the home of Russell Westbrook. The, Cl- the Clippers scare me, man. That's what scares me. The Clippers. I like the Clippers. Uh, I think Paul George is going to show out in the playoffs. I really think that. If, if James Harden comes back, does James Harden have to show you something in the playoffs? 
after he no showed in the bubble last year, completely just just said, I'm not, I, I'm um, going to disappear. Well, you tell me, Brooklyn, that's guys since that you adopted the team all of a sudden. No, no, I'm asking you, you, you. No, I'm, I'm asking you about Here's why I don't have any concerns, because I know how KD and Kyrie play in the playoffs. So why would I be concerned? Oh, so you're depending on Kyrie and KD to take you home more than Harden. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Now, is there there a problem depending on those two guys, playoff-proven guys? I would just say that, like, wow, you have no faith in this guy? Like, that's the only thing I'm saying. You have no faith? We're not going to depend on him to win a series. He was – they needed him in Houston to show out. He's not needed to show out. He just needed to contribute 20 points and run the show. you, um, you just think that Kevin Durant's health and basically you're not worried about his cast and all the other crazy shit that's out of your mind. I am, I, I'm, 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 I'm deeply concerned. Okay, I don't so know, if, I, I don't so, know, so, if so, I don't know if Katie can be touched. Sir, if you're deeply concerned, then that should tell. That tells me a lot. If you're deeply concerned, like you say you are, that tells me that you do need James Harden. Don't you? Don't I mean, Don't you? Kyrie, you just think I might just decide not to play basketball tomorrow. Because he's pissed off. So tell me, so tell me, so tell me. In your mind, you believe Kyrie's going to decide to do no show games when the playoffs start? Nah, 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 like, okay, nah, so, nah, so nah, then, so then, then you know we have Kyrie. Now, let me ask you a question. What does it mean when I say Prospect Park and Grand Army Plaza, June? What does oh, that mean God. to you? What does exactly that special night video? Especially, I got a big video. Oh, uh, so over there. That's what the fuck that means. So tell me, that's what that means. So that's what I do to you. So so when I say the month of June, Grand Army Plaza, Prospect Park, Flatbush Avenue, that 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 that's that's what that means. Labor Day weekend. June, I said June, 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 June. Are they having a festival out there? A broken festival? What month is that? Come on, I don't know. I'm asking you, does that have anything? So you know, you doesn't mean nothing to you when I say that. No, it means nothing to me. Nothing. Absolutely okay. fucking nothing. Okay. Absolutely okay. fucking nothing, man. I don't know what the fuck okay. it means to you. I don't know what the hell it okay. means to you. What does it mean to you? I just, it's a location in Brooklyn that's very famous that me right. and you know about. It's a very well, famous location you, in Brooklyn. You know. no, that's what it means to me. So, so, hold on. It only matters. It only means something to you in the month of June because you put the onus on June. You didn't say any other month. You're right. I specifically said June because the NBA playoffs will be over okay. in June. Okay. Right. So, 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 so when the NBA playoffs is over in June, does Grand Army Plaza mean anything to you? So the Lakers win the championship or Philly win the championship, that I don't think they they celebrate in Philly. I mean, New York, pardon me. Or the Lakers okay. are going to celebrate in, in, New York, in Brooklyn. Remember that. Oh, we the New York Giants. In the um, with the New York Giants, and when when the New York team wins, you know the, you know the Canyon Heroes on Broadway in Manhattan, right? Right. They go to Manhattan. They go to Broadway and Camp, right? If, in your opinion, three, oh, if oh, the boy, Brooklyn Nets win the championship, are they going to go to? Are they going to say, "Hey, everybody, let's go to Manhattan <laughs> and get to Broadway and go up the Canyon Heroes"? Y'all are really making this a borough thing. Like this is disgusting, yo. <laughs> Trust me on that. They're going to be outside. Oh, 
So you said they come to Brooklyn? Is that you said? I mean, so Queens. Can you do a favor? Can you three? Can you do me a favor and tell everybody what happens at Labor Day on the yeah, Western at, 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 the, at the parade on Eastern Conference? Let me ask you a question. Does the entire city show up there in Brooklyn? Does the entire city out there? The whole city come outside, man. Let, okay, year so, year. so so let's it's not act like the whole city don't be in Brooklyn historic. every year anyway. Historic. Let's, let's not act like the whole city don't be in Brooklyn every year on the Parkway. Yeah, but you sound like they're gonna be out. Like they, all right, man. I feel you going with this bullshit. Man. All right, watch, man. PSA Park, man. It's your boy Three Watch. Y'all know the vibes, man. Fuck with your boys, man. What?